You're listening to the Confidence Shift Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Charles Gustafson. I'm a former award-winning direct sales entrepreneur who achieved everything you think you want in a business, plus a little burnout and depression on the side. But using my degree in marketing strategy, expertise in personal branding, and my creative self-development process, I healed myself by shifting my confidence, starting with how I saw myself in the mirror. Now, as a certified image consultant and international confidence coach, I run a life-changing internet business and online community showing purpose-driven female entrepreneurs, professionals, and community influencers to toss out the old dress-for-style mentality and shift into the image, mindset, success connection that crushes self-doubt and creates maximum visibility for your goals. Each episode, I share lessons, stories, and personal musings from my life as an entrepreneur, wife, and mom, all aimed at helping you see yourself differently so you can live a life filled with more intention, joy, and success. I'm glad you're here. Let's jump in. How many times have you set an aim and not reached it? And then started thinking maybe you didn't have the willpower, the motivation, or the discipline. And then it gets worse because then you find that the more you think about what you haven't done and what you think you need keeps you from actually moving forward. And then you find the more you feel like you're not doing what you want, the more you don't do and... (laughs) It makes How many times have you set out an aim and not achieved it? Maybe you call it a goal and you thought wondering, you know what, maybe I didn't have the willpower or the motivation or the discipline and then that mindset seems to get a little stickier as you go, man, now I haven't done it. Why haven't I done it? What's wrong with me? And you get this spiral going on. And that the more you have this thought that I didn't get it done, feels like there's a backwards feeling happening, that it's reversely self-fulfilling. I don't even know if that's a word. But you get down and you start feeling like an imposter. Or maybe that you start comparing yourself to other people. There's a shift that can change this up for you. It's about how you see the action plan around what you're trying to create. So I wrote my first book in 2012. It's a children's book. It's called Angel in Your Heart. And it came to me after and through sad times that I was experiencing. And it was a creative baby that I needed to find some new perspective. I worked on it when my husband went to his hockey nights and I spent good and joyful time in color, illustrating it and writing and working on the poem that had come to me all at once like a divine spark. I never intended on publishing it. I made it for my daughter. It was going to be for her. I made it on Shutterfly and that's all it was going to be. A friend actually encouraged me to find out about how to publish it. This publication, my first book, a children's book, is still one of the proudest moments 
of my life. And that came because I found out the shift that I'm going to share with you. It is something that once you understand it and start working in its direction, getting it right, you create such an amazing way to always be living in passion and purpose and in meaning, no matter what your job title or office or business or relationship you're in. A study by the Harvard Business Review revealed that there is a progress loop that keeps a person motivated to create new outcomes. They showed that inner work drives performance. In turn, good performance, which depends on consistent progress, and that inner work creates new progress. And it becomes self-reinforcing and self-fulfilling, giving you a landscape of the potential that you have. Your inner work are all the things that drive that creative and productive performance. And that quality of your inner work is the thing that actually makes things happen. Not simple willpower, not just simple discipline. It comes from the inner work. And your inner work is a mix of emotions, motivations, and perceptions over the course of whatever you're doing. So this has a lot to do with how happy you feel and that you feel that you are making a positive contribution. All of these combine to either push you to higher levels of achievement or that keep you stuck. The study showed that the more joy you felt around and about the tasks you were doing, the more you performed and created. That's the shift. The book that I was never going to publish was created from a joy-based action plan. That joy-based action plan allowed me to create with ease because it wasn't a task. What I found was that the reason I could create it so easily was that I had something important to say. There was meaning in what I wanted to share. There was meaning about what makes life passion-filled about what I had been taught by my family, about what I learned about developing personal faith, and I wanted to share it with my daughter. That joy-based reason was bigger than any tasks it would take to put the book out. The most rewarding creations you will ever make come from a joy-based action plan, not a task-filled one. And listen, these days, people are all kind of waking up to the fact that task-filled action plans lead to overcommitment, overwhelm, and burnout. And listen, I've been there. (laughs) All of them. What's cool to see is that people are seeing it as they are seeing their previous style of life in the rearview mirror. And that as they're moving forward to this evolved normal, they're looking for something different. I'll tell you, I've been at all of those. Overcommitment, overwhelm, overly self-critical, and the burnout too. And if I think of it, any of what I created during those times has not lasted. Or I don't think of it fondly. They were times in my life, but they were just times. And sometimes they weren't the best of times. It's what I've created from joy-based action that has endured, flourished, and healed. Me, 
as well as the rest of my life. So do you see the connection? Joy-based over task-based action. During the COVID pandemic lockdown, I wrote my second book. I've had it on my ideas roster for three years. I can go back in my journal and see iterations of it. I've tried to start it two or three times, but this time was different. Guess what? I removed the task motivator and moved it to the joy motivator and magic happened. I wrote the first draft in 28 days, all 24,618 words of it, while listening to music that brought up emotion, that made me cry, that made me laugh, and made me sit squarely in my own story and in my joy of learning through it. I shared stories I didn't think I ever would. It had to be all my joy, which means there had to be all, well, even some of that raw pain too. I worked with hand-picked editors because I connect with them and they connect with my joy in the project. It made it easy to go through, easy to see my process and actually really healing. I let my creative spirit take the lead on this one, and it has made me so darn happy to see what has materialized. And this is how you know if you're working from joy. If no one... And here's how you really know if you're working from joy. If no one gave you a gold star, a pat on the back, an accolade, an award, a stamp of approval, an outward recognition of your creation, would you still love it? Would you still have created it? If the answer is yes, you are one step closer. I'll tell you, I'm there. And it is blissfully healing and fulfilling, almost more than any other award somebody has ever given me. This is a place of total complete and grounded self-acceptance. I know that many of you as my listeners will be excited to see, read, and share with me what you learned from my book. But in the end, if no one reads it, I love what I've created. Now it's the time for you to see what you're creating. Once you know this difference between joy-based, task-based, Look at anything you haven't finished. Where are you forcing motivation, making it too tasky? Where are you missing the opportunity to find meaning and joy in a process? I'll ask you to tap in and see how you feel about what you're doing, chasing, or creating. On a sliding scale of 1 to 10, 1 being all the way over at task-based and 10 being all the way over at joy-based, where are you sitting with what you haven't finished? Come on over on Instagram in the preview of this episode. I'd love to know how you see this game changer for you. I bet you're seeing the difference it could make already. True self-acceptance. Can you even imagine? With whatever you do, make, create, or intend, this is a biggie. I'm excited to see what you discover. 
Thanks for listening. If you are excited as I am about the release of my upcoming book, visit hewanstyle.com and in my book section, join my book club. You'll join my email newsletter and I'll make sure you get every single front of the line alert, invitation and offer that will help you celebrate with me when it hits the world. Thank you for being a loyal listener and for being with me on my journey. We'll see you soon.